Good morning, Golistas. It's me, Sheree H., women's empowerment coach, psychotherapist, founder of Golista, and the host of the Goal is to Thrive podcast. Welcome. We are so excited to have you here. Thanks for checking us out today. Today is Sunday, and we are about to embark on yet another week ahead of us where we can achieve our goals and accomplish all the things we want to get done in life. And that is an exciting event within itself. So we are about, I don't know, 20, 18 days, I don't know, out from this election that is about to occur in the United States of America. And many of us have already voted. Some of us have not. If you haven't done it, make sure you get out there, get your ballots in, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening. Um, because this election is like so, so super important. Um, you know, so normally on the Goals of Thrive podcast, we are really about you know, more personal and professional pursuits. However, we cannot have personal and professional pursuits go well for us without um, the powers that be um, kind of being in a supportive position for us, okay? So if they're not capable of providing certain opportunities and supports and, uh, you know, um, loans, financial services and whatnot, then it makes our journeys a lot harder, a lot harder. So, you know, as I was saying before, like to ignore, um, this opportunity to have your voice heard is, um, a very negligent position, um, a very negligent in action. Okay. (laughs) As far as you handling your business and being a boss. Okay. Because a true goalista is a woman who is about pursuing her dreams, chasing her goals and making things happen. And, and God willing, we want to do that in the least stressful way possible. Um, we want to enjoy our journeys. And so if we want to enjoy our journeys, you know, we need support systems and part of our support systems is our government. So you've got to make sure that you, you know, participate in this election. So anyway, when we left off last time, we were basically, oh, I was, oh, I was basically like, just kind of like discussing the fact that the president had just uh, reported that he and the first lady had gotten coronavirus. And, you know, nobody really knew what direction that was going to go in. A lot of people were skeptical. Some people thought it was real. Some people thought it wasn't real. I'm not really sure where I fell in on that. I mean, I definitely thought that it was a possibility that considering all of, you know, let's just be honest, the lies that, you know, we consistently get on a daily basis from this administration that it's hard to really truly say like, what's true and what's not true but you would really want to believe that the person who is in charge of running this country would not um lie about something that is so um tragic and so um you know just deadly and ripping through society ripping through the world and leaving death in its path you wouldn't want to believe that you know there's just an inkling, just an inkling of, um, empathy, compassion, um, um, you know, just sympathies that would prevent someone from lying about 
contracting such a horrific disease. Um, so in that light, let's just say that it was true. And if it, it, I mean, the president got helicoptered off to Walter Reed Medical Center and, you know, um, he was there for a little while. Apparently they gave him some cocktail of drugs that um, included, you know, a, a multiple uh, multiples of different types of drugs um, that, you know, most of us probably can't even get. I mean, technically they called it like an experimental treatment. Um, and then, you know, he took a little ride around Walter Reed Hospital, I think it was called. And, um, you know, it, it was, it was not a pretty sight. It wasn't a pretty thing to see because, you know, it was basically him, um, in this sealed vehicle with, um, his, uh, secret service agents and they were being exposed. And it was, um, I guess kind of like seeing somebody exemplify the exact opposite of what we're all being told to do, which, you know, part of good leadership is, you know, leading by example. It's, it's, but then part of dictatorship is kind of not leading by example, um, which is kind of scary and something that none of us want to believe is going to be what, you know, what is in someone's mind when they're thinking about leading the United States of America, because we believe ourselves to be all about freedom and the opposite of dictatorship, which I guess is like the true irony of like everything that we're kind of seeing. Um, because it's like all like, oh, we hate communism. We're anti-communism, no green deals and no this and no that. And, you know, um, it's like, you're saying you don't want communism yet. All I see is, um, representation of, of what some people call fascism. Some people call, you know, what looks like dictatorship. Um, just kind of like these little, little things that we're seeing. They're like, um, you know, like, um, the saluting of the helicopter from the balcony of the white house and um something i've never seen in all my years at this point was um the president holding a rally for a specific political agenda on the grounds of the american united states of america's white house okay um it was a little bit scary to see um, because it was not about the United States of America. It was about one specific leader, like what looked like allegiance to one specific person. And the United States of America has never been about one specific person. The United States of America is about all of us as a collective whole, hence the word united, right? So, um, seeing all those people kind of like, you know, all riled up and rallying and supporting this one person, um, on the grounds that we all, every single one of us who pays taxes that we all support and pay for on the grounds that we fund, um, being directed towards one person, that, that's, that sounds a little bit like, um, dictatorship, um, authoritarianism and, um, you know, like, uh, you know, royalty, royalty. That's, that's not what this country is supposed to be about. And so it is, 
it's something that is uh, definitely sitting in my mind. Um, it is, you know, sometimes at the front of my mind, I try to push it to the back of my mind because it's very concerning. You know, what is, you know, possibly going to happen, especially with, you know, this man talking about the fact that he is not going to possibly leave the White House um, when it's time to go, possibly discussing, um, you know, putting in um, Supreme Court justices because when the votes come down, we just want to make sure that, you know, there are people in those seats who are going to make positive decisions in favor of the country, not in favor of one person. Um, so, um, this whole thing with trying to get a Supreme court justice in that, you know, our leader believes is going to rule, um, some things in his favor. Um, I just, I just hope that we are not spitting in the face of democracy people. I, I, because people come here in order to experience true honored democracy and, the idea that that may be at risk is the reason why you should all be putting on your running shoes to sprint to the polls or the post office or your elections office, whatever you got to do to get your ballots in. Um, and, and then on top of that, let's just be honest, there needs to be some degree of prayer that the ballots are going to be honored, right? Because the way some people are talking, it sounds like there's a very big possibility that, I don't know, you know, that they, I don't even want to say it. Y'all know what I'm saying. Um, anyway, I just, there's some stuff going on. So anyway, we were, um, I was also, I was on Instagram. For those of you who follow me on Instagram, you know that I was like super hyped about the, um, the, uh, the debates, the debates, the, the second, no, the second debate of, I guess, this election, but the first debate between the vice presidents, you know, the future possible vice presidents. So I was excited about it because like I said, I thought it was going to be like um, a real fight and it was a real fight as much as it possibly could be. It was a real fight in terms of the fact, you know, like when you look at the fact that you are looking at a woman of color um, who just because she is a woman and because she is a woman of color is, um, you know, basically cloaked in certain stereotypes that she kind of has to like dip, um, dodge and move around. You know, she kind of had to, to do a, a waltz or a tango around some reactions um, that, you know, that if she was having those reactions with, um, just anyone on the street or one of her friends, the reaction probably would have been a lot more, uh, flippant, a lot more assertive, a lot more, um, in your face, but the, the, the responses and the statements were on point by Kamala Harris. The statements and responses were, um, a smile and a nod, but also, um, a look. And if you caught those looks, the memes were off the chain when it came to the looks, they were hilarious. Um, because everything got said in those looks, um, you know, the, you're telling an absolute lie was said in those looks, the, that's not what you said. were in those looks that 
you need to be um, on your P's and Q's and respect me as a human being was written in those looks. Um, and we are not going to stand for any more nonsense was absolutely 150,000% in those looks. Um, I was pleased. I was pleased with the way that I saw her handle herself. I was, um, very, um, oh my gosh, highly entertained by, um, the responses to certain things, but can we just stop for a minute and talk about the fly on the wall? I mean, the fly on Pence's head. Oh my gosh, you guys. Did that not, did you not reach out to your um, tablet or your television or however you were watching it and just go, oh my gosh, how did this fly get in here and try to pick it off? Because I certainly did. I certainly was like, what the hell, there's a fly? Excuse my language, but I was like, there's a fly, there's a fly on here. And yeah, it wasn't on my screen. It wasn't in real life um, in in my world. It, It was on the stage. It was on the stage. It was literally on his head. And the memes that followed, you guys, if you have not seen them, just type in vice presidential debate in Mike Pence and you will see some absolutely hysterical, hysterical memes. Um, they, the memes were actually, you know, as, as good as the debate was, the memes, the memes made it that much better. I mean, it was, it was perfect. Um, so I believe Kamala definitely won the debate, um, in basically putting her foot down and saying like, you know, the American people basically are, you know, this is what the majority of American people want, which is equality and respect, um, and, um, support from their government in this absolutely obvious time of need when they're, you were in the middle of a global pandemic, nobody needs to be losing healthcare. Um, because what affects one affects all in terms of, um, disease management when it comes to, um, you know, public health and viruses. So, um, we need to be making sure that everyone is getting the absolute best healthcare they can possibly get right now. Because if you think that your neighbor's going to get sick or that person across town is going to get sick and you're not going to end up having to deal with the repercussions of that you're absolutely wrong because when you're going to go food shopping or when you're getting your food delivered or when you're trying to take your kids to the park or you want your kids to go back to school, all of these things are being affected by our health management. So what happens to the least of us absolutely affects all of us. And if you think that that is not the case, you are lying to yourself and there is a degree of delusion there. Okay. Um, you, and you absolutely know that just by the fact of what happened in the Rose Garden at the White House, because if, um, if, if, if everyone was protected, you know, by their wealth and by their status and by their so-called knowledge, because I'm calling it so-called knowledge now, because if, if it was based on absolute science and fact, then certain people would have been wearing masks and they would have been social distancing, but that is not what was happening there. People were hugging each other and um, pulling each other close and whispering in each other's faces and ears. And, you know, we all saw what the end result of that was. So, um, I mean, cause they were walking around that rose garden, like they were in, um, in heaven itself and protected like golden gods. Um, and the end result is what it is now, you know, um, Chris Christie, uh, who was, I believe what governor of New Jersey, I think, um, hard to keep track, you know, um, but 
Uh, he was trying to run for something. He was trying to run for president of the United States, I think at some point. And then it was like, he thought he was gonna be let in as one of, you know, um, he was gonna be um, the president's, one of the president's right-hand men. And then that kind of didn't work out so great. So anyway, Chris Christie, but he was there, you know, and he got very, very sick. And he was um, in the hospital, I think maybe in the ICU. And, um, you know, he basically came out a few days later um, talking, you know, a, a slightly different tune, you know, saying, you know, you need to wear masks. You need to do this. You need to protect yourselves. Because at the end of the day, when you get very, very sick, if you are not narcissist, if you are not a narcissist, if you are not um, delusional, um, then you have to come out from an experience where you are extremely ill, slightly different, slightly changed with a slightly different opinion. Okay. Because as normal human beings with normal mental functioning, you are going to learn from your mistakes. And if you don't, then that's when we call it, um, abnormal. There's an abnormality there because one thing that we got built into us was the ability to learn from our experiences. So you can take that with you because that's something you should definitely be doing. If you are repeating the same behaviors over and over again, um, which we are seeing some people do, and I'm not going to name any names, but you know who they are when you're looking at the news. If you are repeating the same mistakes, um, then, you know, you're obviously there's, there's a fault there. There's, there's something faulty there. So anyway, all that being said, um, we are in the final countdown days to creating change in this country. And as women who, um, want to achieve things, as humans who want to achieve things, who want to be successful, who want to run businesses, who want to work for um, companies that care about us and our, our circumstances at home and, um, and at, at, at work, those things are intertwined. As women who want to have decent lives, um, healthy lifestyles, lucrative outcomes. We have to vote. We have to make our voices heard. We have to um, pursue our passions in environments where support is readily available, whether it be financial, emotional, um, you know, and it's, it's community support government, federal, state. We need all the supports we can get. Supports to raise our children, watch after our children, educate our children, educate ourselves, educate our elderly. Because at the end of the day, we remember that women are the caregivers in society and we have to take care of everyone the moment anyone is in need. And so therefore, we need all the supports to support health situations, to support financial situations, programs that educate and take care of, um, you know, we need to make sure that our own personal health and 
wellness and education and development is secure and that that is also secure for all of those around us because when they fall we have to drop what we're doing which interferes with our progress and our success and fix it so get out there ladies and vote remember voting is the most powerful thing that you can do in the next 30 days I am so grateful for all of you listening, tuning in. You guys are the best and I wish you nothing but the best. Have a very, very happy day. And let me remind you, Golistas, that when you are out in the world and trying to achieve your goals, that sometimes things are going to get in your way. It is inevitable. But when that happens, just keep going, Golistas. Keep going and you will achieve your goals. Okay. Love you guys. Take care. And I will see you soon. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the goal is to thrive podcast. Good morning, goalistas. Have a lovely day.